Hello and welcome to Bible 365 with me, Hugh Hattrick. I do hope you're well and are having a really good day. I know I always start with that, but I do hope the Lord is blessing you and that things are going well, even despite these COVID times, Lord, uh, when everybody is indoors or stuck on lockdown. Wherever you are across the globe, I hope things are going well. Now, it's day 186 and we're going to be reading from the book of Job, chapters 31 and 32, and then into Acts, chapter 13, verses 1 to 23. So let's get started with the word of God in Job, chapter 31. I made a covenant with my eyes not to look lustfully at a young woman. For what is our lot from God above, our heritage from the Almighty on high? It is not ruin for the wicked, disaster for those who do wrong. Does he not see my ways and count my every step? If I have walked with falsehood, or my foot has hurried after deceit, let God weigh me in honest scales, and he will know that I am blameless. If my steps have turned from the path, if my heart has been led by my eyes, or if my hands have been defiled, then may others eat what I have sown, and may my crops be uprooted. If my heart has been enticed by a woman, or if I have lurked at my neighbour's door, then may my wife grind another man's grain, and may other men sleep with her. For that would have been wicked, a sin to be judged. It is a fire that burns to destruction. It would have uprooted my harvest. If I have denied justice to any of my servants, whether male or female, when they have a grievance against me, what will I do when God confronts me? What will I answer when called to account? Did he not made me in the womb make them? Did not the same one form us both within our mothers? If I have denied the desires of the poor, or let the eyes of the widow grow weary. If I have kept my bread to myself, not sharing it with the fatherless, but from my youth I reared them as a father would, as from my birth I guided the widow. If I have seen anyone perishing for lack of clothing, or the needy without garments, and their hearts do not bless me for warming them with the fleece from my sheep. If I have raised my hand against the fatherless, knowing that I had influence in court, then let my arm fall from the shoulder, let it be broken off at the joint. For I dreaded destruction from God, and for fear of his splendour, I could not do such things. If I have put my trust in gold or said to pure gold, you are my security. If I have rejoiced over my great wealth, the fortune my hands have gained. If I have regarded the sun and its radiance or the moon moving in splendour, so that my heart was secretly enticed and my hand offered them a kiss of homage, then these also would be sins to be judged, for I would have been unfaithful to God on high. If I have rejoiced at my enemy's misfortune or gloated over the trouble that came to him, I have not allowed my mouth to sin by invoking a curse against their life. If those of my household have never said, who has not been filled with Job's meat? But no stranger had to spend the night in the street, for my door was always open to the traveller. If I have concealed my sin as people do by hiding my guilt in my heart, because I so feared the crowd and so dreaded the contempt of the clans, that I kept silent and would not go outside. Oh, that I had someone to hear me, I sign now my defence, that the Almighty answer me, let my accuser put his indictment in writing. Surely I would wear it on my shoulder, I would put it on like a crown, I would give him an account of my every step, I would present it to him as to a ruler. I would give him an account of my every step, I would present it to him as to a ruler. If my land cries out against me, and it all furrows as wet with tears, if I have debarred its yield without payment, or broken the spirit of its tenants, 
Then let briars come up instead of wheat and stinkweed instead of barley. The words of Job are ended. Job chapter 32. So these three men stopped answering Job because he was righteous in his own eyes. But Elihu, son of Barakel, the Buzite of the family of Ram, became very angry with Job for justifying himself rather than God. He was also angry with the three friends because they had found no way to refute Job and yet had condemned him. Now Elihu had waited before speaking to Job because they were older than he. But when he saw that the three men had nothing more to say, his anger was aroused. So Elihu, son of Barakel, the Buzite, said, I am young in years and you are old. That is why I was fearful, not daring to tell you what I know. I thought age should speak, advanced years should teach wisdom. But it is the spirit in a person, the breath of the Almighty, that gives them understanding. It is not the old who are wise, not only the aged who understand what is right. Therefore I say, listen to me, I too will tell you what I know. I waited while you spoke. I listened to your reasoning while you were searching for words. I gave you my full attention, but none of you has proved Job wrong. None of you has answered his arguments. Do not say we have found wisdom. Let God, not a man, refute him. But Job has not marshaled his words against me, and I will not answer him with your arguments. They are dismayed and have no more to say. Words have failed them. Must I wait now that they are silent, now that they stand there with no reply? I too have my say. I too will tell what I know. For I am full of words, and the spirit within me compels me. Inside I am like bottled up wine, like new wineskins ready to burst. I must speak and find relief. I must open my lips and reply. I will show no partiality, nor will I flatter anyone. For if I were skilled in flattery, my maker would soon take me away. There we go. Now we will go to Acts chapter 13 in the New Testament. And we're going to read from verses 1 to 23. Now in the church at Antioch, there were prophets and teachers, Barnabas, Simon, called Niger, Lysias of Cyrene, Manan, who had been brought up with Herod, the Tetrarch, and Saul. While they were worshipping the Lord and fasting, the Holy Spirit said, Set apart for me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. So after they had fasted and prayed, they placed their hands on them and sent them off. The two of them, sent on their way by the Holy Spirit, went down to Seleucia and sailed from there to Cyprus. When they arrived at Salamis, they proclaimed the word of God in the Jewish synagogues. John was with them as their helper. They travelled through the whole island until they came to Paphos. There they met a Jewish sorcerer and false prophet named Bar-Jesus, who was an attendant of the pro proconsul, Sergius Paulus. The proconsul, an intelligent man, sent for Barnabas and Saul, because he wanted to hear the word of God. But Elymas the sorcerer, for that is what his name means, opposed them and tried to turn the proconsul from the faith. Then Saul, who was called Paul, filled with the Holy Spirit, looked straight at Elymas and said, You are a child of the devil and an enemy of everything that is right. You are full of all kinds of deceit and trickery. Will you never stop perverting the right ways of the Lord? Now the hand of the Lord is against you. You are going to be blind for a time, not even able to see the light of the sun. Immediately mist and darkness came over him, and he groped about, 
seeking someone to lead him by the hand. When the proconsul saw what had happened, he believed, for he was amazed at the teaching about the Lord. From Paphos, Paul and his companions sailed to Perda in Pamphylia, where John left them to return to Jerusalem. From Perga, they went to the Pisidian Antioch. On the Sabbath, they entered the synagogue and sat down. After the reading from the Law of the Prophets, the leaders of the synagogue sent word to them, saying, Brothers, if you have a word of exhortation for the people, please speak. Standing up, Paul motioned with his hand and said, Fellow Israelites and you Gentiles who worship God, listen to me. The God of the people of Israel chose our ancestors. He made the people prosper during their stay in Egypt. With mighty power, he led them out of that country. For about 40 years, he endured their conduct in the wilderness, and he overthrew seven nations in Canaan, giving their land to the, his people as their inheritance. All this took about 450 years. After this, God gave him judges until the time of Samuel the prophet. Then the people asked for a king, and he gave them Saul, son of Kish, of the tribe of Benjamin, who ruled 40 years. After removing Saul, he made David their king. God testified concerning him. I have found David, son of Jess, a man after my own heart. He will do everything I want him to do. From this man's descendants, God has brought to Israel the Saviour Jesus, as he promised. There we go. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for you are the Alpha and the Omega the King of Kings. Lord, we thank you for your incredible encouragement through your word. Lord, we thank you for the early church that traveled across the globe. Lord, taking your incredible word and helping us, Lord, helping to establish an incredible church, Lord, that we are so blessed from today. We ask, Lord Jesus, that you would help the church to stick with your word and not to conform to the world. But Lord, you have changed us you have done an almighty work in us. And we ask, Lord, help us to fulfill that work, that it may be completed. And Lord, that it would bring, it would be pleasing to your sight. Lord Jesus, we pray as well that soon we will be again able to sing those wonderful songs back in church to give you the worship, Lord, that you deserve. And in every way we pray, whether we're at home or wherever we might be, help us, Lord, to sing the praises of glory to your name that bring joy to your ear and your heart. For Lord, we wish to, to please you and to praise you with everything that we have. You are the light of the world. You are the, the, the one who brings peace and restores life to everyone who chooses you. Help us, Lord, choose you right now. Help us, Lord, we pray, come into our hearts and be our Lord and Saviour from now till evermore. We thank you, Jesus. We thank you for your sacrifice on the cross. You died and took the punishment for our sins. So that when we truly repent, Lord, you forgive us of our sin. And we are now new creations in Christ Jesus. In the kingdom of heaven, we are going to be princes and princesses, Lord, as man and woman. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for your incredible promise. Help us today, Lord, to bring your word and your incredible hope to all those around us. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, there we are. That was day 186 
of Bible 365. I do thank you for all the lovely comments that you're making. And if you want to help with the, the, uh, the, the content and things like that, the best way to do it is to recommend the website or give out the share the podcast links and the YouTube links with your friends and family and other Christians around and help them to get into the word every day. And if it's your first time listening today, um, please, if you start on day one, uh, then there'll always be a video or a podcast available for you. And as we go right the way through the program, it's going to be 365 days, um, then it will be complete and there'll always be a video for you. But thank you very much for watching and for listening. May God bless you and I'll see you very soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.